What are we? What are we doing, dude? I don't know. Do you need a hug? All right, let's do it. So I was doing some research. It's like therapy for us. You're just easing into not having much time on your hands, and I'm stoked for the journey. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Two Dads on a Mic. My name is Brian Boyd, and you know who I am. I'm the Zach Gitler. You, you, you always are. Yes. And we are in episode number six. He wanted to say six because he thought I was going to mess it up. Because I was like, we're on episode number five. I'm like, oh, man. Bro, I didn't think you would mess it up. I know you would mess it up. Okay, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing awesome. Life is good. Yeah. A little chilly in Cali right now, but you can't complain because I'm from Minnesota and it's cold there. Yeah. This yeah. is good. Yeah, well, it's been a little chilly here as well. I'm, True. You know, it was funny. I, I showed up to, before we, you know, dive into it, I showed up to um, to an event this week and I was wearing my, my puffy jacket. Hmm. And uh, Someone call you out. Homeboy was from the Midwest and, like, and was know. like, oh, yeah, I showed up with your puffy on, huh? <laughs> and uh, and uh, I was like, I, I would have, 10 years ago, I would have never have done this. I would have never shown up with the puffy on in the, in 59 degree weather, but I showed up with the puffy on. It's been cold. Degrees isn't it's been cold, cold, man. It's just not. I agree. But it's cold for us. True. I mean, you you, you uh, acclimate. Oh, for sure. And it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Because I remember, I remember growing up in Salt Lake City, and as soon as it hit 55 degrees in the springtime, mom let me wear shorts. If it was a, if True. if the weather said fifty five degrees, I got to wear shorts to school. It was like <laughs> it was like the great. It was like that moment of zen. Yeah, yeah. We were just like yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was warm fifty five degrees. I know. I remember fifty five degrees here is not yeah. warm, bro. You're whining. You are. You are. I think you can legally slap someone in California <laughs> for whining when it's fifty degrees. Yeah, you should be able to. I'd have bruises all over my face. Seriously. Um. So a little housekeeping before we get started, like we always do. Um. Uh, first off, I want to thank everybody who has been watching our content, who has been um, subscribing to our YouTube channel. We hit over a hundred subscribers. Yes, so cool. Uh, I know that's not like a, a huge um, uh, milestone or benchmark for those major YouTubers hey, out you there. Got, you know, one thing we—you got to start somewhere. You know, we know the end game of what the product we produce and what we, where we want it to go. And we're going to get it there. Right. But it's very humbling. For sure. To know that there's a hundred people out there. Like, that's awesome to me. For sure. Very humbling that there's a hundred people out there that are like, your stuff is good enough so that whenever it's posted, I hear about it. I love it, man. That is awesome. I love it. That is so cool. Um, so um, subscribing to our channel uh, on YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter, and um, Instagram uh, at the number two dads on a mic correct <laughs> well done thanks man uh. i've had some practice <laughs> um but um uh, also i know we've said that it's we're, we're, we're working on a podcast yeah it's coming it's coming <clears throat> you know we're like like i said we're learning this is something new to us and we've never done this before so i know a lot of people have reached out and said hey how can i download your content how can i just listen to it so i don't have to watch it it's not that i don't want to watch it right it's more that it takes time to sit down and watch and something. it takes your data you know let's all be honest it takes your data which then could take your money which we don't want to do that yeah no, yeah good point i didn't even think about that us t-mobile people we got unlimited data no you everybody does but you know what happens though you don't have unlimited data <laughs> that's know. their marketing ploy because once you hit your limit yeah it goes from a 4g network to like a 0.2g right and it you can check your email maybe and then it's just that loophole man they were geniuses is that yeah it's genius it is but it is unlimited data i don't think so gotcha bitch gotcha dude that's good we should start a whole segment on just that. Right. Like, you know, they did a good job of marketing, and then they'd be like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I like that. Hey, man, Chappelle. Uh, true. Can't go wrong with that. True. By the way, there's a new uh, Chris Rock stand-up on Netflix. I know. I'm catching uh, it tambourine? this weekend. Yeah, have you yeah, seen it? No. He it's a lot about – I'm, I'm excited to watch it because there's a lot about him being a father on it. We should watch it and recap on it. Yeah, that's yeah. a good call. That's we should say call. everybody go watch it and then we'll talk. Oh, cool. I like that. We'll, we'll, we'll jot that down. Um, so, uh, yeah, please follow, subscribe. Um, like, share, and comment, and um, you know, just really give us feedback. We've gotten so much amazing feedback. Uh, we even had um, a few subscribers give us feedback, and we've tailored what we're doing now to mm -hmm. that feedback because it's been so 
uh, instrumental in the way we think we should view this show. So I appreciate that. Yeah, in theory, I mean, you're our customers. Yeah. Kind of so we want to cater to the people that are liking and as we grow, you know, we will grow. Yeah, it's, and so it's been it's been so cool. So um, we're going to jump into it, baby. Jump. Um, so one of the, uh, the uh, segments that we want to introduce to this show is what we're going to call Dad Town. Dad, taking it to Dad Town. Just taking it to Dad Town. We're going to drop some stories on you about what's been going on recently. So um, I'll, I'll start it off. Start it. So um, when we started this project, um, I, I, I was very uh, just nonchalant about who I was telling and where I was introducing it, and I didn't, I didn't tell my dad. I just found this out today. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I awesome. haven't told my dad that, that we're doing this project. And so I get on the phone with him yesterday and he says, and you got to realize my dad is, um, he's in his seventies. Tech technology is he's, he's into technology. Like he gets it. He mm-hmm. just got his first iPhone, which was cool. Hey, it's better late like than never. He got it uh, not this past birthday, but the birthday before. So he's about a year and a half. He's got an iPhone, which is awesome. And uh, before that, he had a flip phone. Was your dad just like, I don't need that? Yeah, totally. And once he gets it, check in in a month. He's like, I can't live without it. I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, but but of course, it's it's a it's a device so he can complain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you can bitch about Such it. Such an era. Yeah, totally. But it, but it's good for him. And uh, he said, he, and he said to me, "So what's this I hear about you having a podcast?" And to even. You know the word podcast? Hear, yes. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. Like to even hear those words come out of my father's mouth. It was like this um, moment of I'm so proud that he's saying podcast, yet I'm so like, oh shit, that he's like, what's this I hear about you talking about me mm-hmm. on a podcast because your aunt, your two aunts have told me. It's so awesome. <laughs> So awesome <laughs> that uh, you've been uh, sharing some stories. Sweet. So uh, there was this. Uh, I I honestly and, and this was um, this was nearsighted of me. I did not even think that this would ever reach him. I just didn't. True. Which is weird. Maybe mm. I should have totally seen that, but I didn't. And so he's like, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. So um, I have shared the link with him, and I have yet. To hear back from him and why from what episode well i just shared the 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 main youtube mm-hmm, page mm-hmm. link so he all can, episodes are there he can find it oh he can find it and you, and, and anybody had seen the previous episodes uh we did one on swearing yeah. and if you haven't watched that one it's super information it's it's awesome it's entertaining but yeah. the one thing is what what do you talk about in that <laughs> well i talk about that um my father is the one who uh, was the first adult to confront me on swearing. Mm-hmm. And the I tell the story about what that experience was like. And uh, it's going to be, I cannot wait to hear his recollection. I think it's awesome. Because it's not going to be the same. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. not. He's, he's like, Brian, you don't know nothing. He's going to he's gonna deny it. It wasn't the S-H-I-T word. It was F-U-C-K. No, it was the F-U-C-K word. Oh. Well, or vice versa. <laughs> oh no, he'll he'll throw the he'll throw the hardcore word. He at me. said, "I said flubberjammer." You know, you know what his first response is going to be to me. <laughs> I've never said that. Yeah, right. And he he's going to be joking. I mean, it's going to be a funny conversation. Yeah. I kind of want to. You know what I? You know what I'm going to do? Hmm. I'm going to call you <laughs> while you're having the conversation with him about yeah. it. Like, and yeah, I'm going to do, mute, it. do mute it. You. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Sorry, Dad, I did it. Yeah, right. Once you see this, he, we got to do it soon because he might yeah. say he might he might binge. You can binge watch our shows right now. He yeah. might binge watch. Yeah, he's watching it right now. Yeah, he probably is. He is. What but is he's he not doing? telling me? What is he wearing watching the show right now? What's his What's his nightly attire? <laughs> oh, you're gonna get me. In is it flannel pants? Trouble. Is it just his boxers and a beater and a beer? I've never met his dad. No. Paint me a picture. Come on, let's get into it. <laughs> You already broke Man, the you already broke the ice with swearing. You are putting me in just a you're you're you are like <laughs> look at how red he's getting. I, look at how red he's getting. I'm Frazier and you're Ali and I am in the corner Dude. and I am just and you're left right left right. What would he be wearing? I don't know. So um, <laughs> back to it. It's just a bathrobe. Nice full robe or does he wear a cut off one? I've seen full dad, robe. I've seen dads wear like full the robe one, but. 
Slippers? Let me, let me, Slippers? High white dude, socks? So- Does he have the high white socks? <laughs> high white socks and slippers? I cannot even Wait, believe Wait, no, main question is, right is the robe 20 years old? <laughs> it may not be 20. Is it like ratted just like no, strands? Because people get attached. Dudes look, get attached to their robes as they get older. Big time. I'm going to. I'm going to have one robe for like 30 years, well, man. Well, you did. Yeah. Who's Hefner. You? Oh, I was like, who's like Hugh? Hugh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, my boy Hugh. The Hugh. Yeah, right, but his was in, in proper form. And it was form. velvet. He had a new one was, every there day. There was a purpose. Yeah. He did have a new one every day, but yeah, it marketing. was Hugh's. Oh, could you imagine if like he wore that anytime he's just on camera, and then he just threw it off, and he just got in like, some khakis and a beater, and he's like, <laughs> just, just, uh, just dressed like Belichick. Women, Coors Light. All right. Wait, I got to work? Get in my robe. All right. Do you know what I love about what just happened here <laughs> is that I was put in a very awkward situation. Trying, uh, Zach was telling me to explain uh, what my dad wears on a nightly basis, and I just was able to derail him like that. <laughs> and that's what I love about this because now I know how to get out of awkward situations yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. I can bring it back. <laughs> Don't make you me, wouldn't though. Don't make me throw some punches. <laughs> um, so that is uh, that's some that's some dad town. Dad town. That's good first dad town. Right, and yeah. I'm excited to report back the conversation that uh, he and I have. Post, I can't wait to hear. Post uh, him watching the episodes. Can't wait to hear. And it. you know, I'm I'm excited about it too because you know I I talked to you about our my relationship with my father mm-hmm. in that episode a little bit, and it'll be interesting to to see that because. The one thing I love about my dad is he's very reflective and um, it's, I, he taught me how to be reflective and I, I love, I love people that are reflective there, you know, you explain, explain, explain reflective. So my dad is very, um, and I'll use my dad as the example. It, it's not just my dad. I'm, I'm, I'm similar in, in many ways, but you know, uh, you have your opinion and your thoughts on things and it's, it is, that's the way you see the world. But, um, with my father, one thing I know is that, uh, like I'll have a conversation with him or, or my sister will have a conversation with him and he won't agree with us up front or he'll say things like, no, I can't do that. Or I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. And then you give him a little bit of time and the next thing you know, he's doing it. Uh-huh. And for a great, for instance, is my dad has not flown on an airplane. Did I tell this story? I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. No. My dad has not flown on an airplane. I don't even know. I, I would say that it's probably been 10 years. But I'm going to guess he loves to put together model airplanes. Nope. Oh. He loves to travel. I tried. But he... <laughs> I di- we, we, you digress, bro. I digress, die. <laughs> so, uh, 10 years, your dad hasn't My fly. sister told him, hey, if you're going to come up for Christmas, just fly. What was his response? No, I can't do that. I can't do that. You can't fly. I, no, I, yeah, I can't fly. I can't fly. I don't have a cape. Right. My robe doesn't fly. What did he do? <laughs> he flew. My robe. He flew. <laughs> It took him like four months to like think about it and, 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 and put it into play. And it was almost like he had to walk himself through the scenario. Like, okay, if I did this, I could do this. Then I'd have to do this. This is, how, this is what it would take to do that. And so I appreciate that. And, oh, I, and I feel huge. that I appreciate that about myself. It's huge. As what I've seen, you get older, you get brainwashed into your robotic way of life. And you go do that for 20, 30 years. It is so hard to break out of that bubble. That's why as you're growing and and just expanding, you need to always be testing yourself and breaking out of your shell or you're going to become a robot and it's going to be very tough because the world is always changing. 30 years ago, it was different. Now it's just a way different world. Yeah. My mom lives with us. I've said this in the other episodes and I've seen the transition of her living with us and I'm so happy she's with us because the transition for her of what she's been used to for 30 years She's open to so many ways, and we push her. We push her a lot to try to do other things. We don't force her, of course, but like we're just like, you know, why not? You know, and we give it time. Like, you know, just try it. Let's just do, it. just do it. Yeah, just do and, it. I, and I love that because the thing that I love about that is that you, uh, your mom's open to it, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm finding about my father. And it's been since my mother passed that she's or he. I'm sorry, he has really taken this step into a world that I never thought would, would, 
I would see from him. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very proud of him. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what the next few years of his life are going to be like and what he's able to do. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, and it's, it's I'm amazing. excited for him to meet the kiddo. It's, yeah. yeah Dude, I'm so excited for him to piece. meet his next grandchild. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because um, I think he's going to be so in tune with this kid. Uh-huh. It might just I change do. him into another way, you know what I mean? Like, just how when he went flying, it's like it opens the doors for other, like, oh, man, if I could fly there, I could fly. And that's why I think he's going to be so in tune with this kiddo because um, he's trying new things and he has become more in tune with things. And he asks me all the time, mm-hmm. how's Molly? I mean, he loves Molly. Oh, man. That's Molly huge. is his number one. I'm <laughs> you not, got pushed to the side. My, my sister and myself, we are like down there. Molly is his number one. He loves, he loves Molly. So, um, which, you know, talking about this, he always asks me, how's Molly doing? And I always say, oh, you know, she's doing good, this, that, that. <clears throat> and he always says, well, you got to be prepared for that. You got to be prepared for this. You got to be prepared for that. And, you know, it's that typical, I'm the son, he's the dad. Yeah, 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 don't give me, I don't need your advice. I'm smarter than you, blah, blah, blah. So it really, uh, it it helped us decide how we wanted to approach this next episode, right? And what we wanted to talk about is we wanted to talk about pregnancy prep. So what my dad does is he always just asks me, oh, you got to be ready for this. Are you ready for that? So... We're going to talk pregnancy prep. What are we prepared for? And not only pregnancy prep, but prepared for during uh, parenthood, right? It's kind of like twofold. What are you prepared for? Exactly. So I found this article on fitpregnancy.com titled uh, 50 things every guy should know about pregnancy and parenthood. So I thought this was a great article for us to talk about because I'm kind of dealing with the pregnancy you're dealing with the parenthood, right? Correct. Am I a parent? Maybe not, but I am a dad, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so um, the first thing on here I thought was really awesome because it really it connects with you. And there's a lot of you out there that I know this connects with. Well, it connects with everybody at some point. It says, are you about to make your mom and dad grandparents for the first time? Get ready for some ambivalence. There's no such thing as a young grandparent. Give them some time to deal with the shock. So I, I wanted to ask you, was, did you feel like there was a shock factor for your mom having the kiddo and the first grandchild? I mean, you had the first grandchild. Yes, I do. I think it was the most amazing, awesome experience to watch that. Um, she came out, I think, a week after the baby was born. And I mean, you can just see it. And both of moms were out here, which is awesome. Jess's mom, my mom, I document everything. So I have some, I have such good footage of them together. Were they both the first, was, was, was Aria the first grandchild for both of them? No, no, no. Jess has got other um, nieces and nephews. I don't even know the chain of tree command. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I always encourage everybody to document everything you do in life. That's a good memory of moments. Um, But yeah, she's ecstatic. And now she has another one. My brother's got one that's over a year old. And um, I mean, and, well, the greatest thing right now is she lives with us and she's able to see Aria grow. My daughter, I mean, she just watched her for two days. And that's uh, the one thing breaking out my mom out of the bubble talking about, you know, your dad breaking out of the bubble is she's just she would not normally do something like that. But now she's done it. And she she plays a role in raising her granddaughter. Big time. Right. These are the prime years of everything. And she's on point, like, with our parenting of, like, give her a timeout. If she's going to whine, then she can go. You know, she's on top of things like that. But then she doesn't, you know, step on her toes, which is, you know, nice. But I'm like, no, mom, we trust you. Do whatever you want. Parent. Dude, that is a that is an awesome thing. I've heard so many people that say, um, oh, my mom, she doesn't. Blah, blah, Parent. Blah. They just let them get away with everything. And I wonder what that dynamic is because of her living in the house, mm-hmm. right? Like Where is someone just visiting? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I, I Does think, that make sense? You see yeah, what I'm oh, yeah, saying? Yeah, 100%. I, but even we tell my mom when we left, like, look, feel free, you know, do whatever you want that works because we appreciate you watching our, our daughter. 
whatever you want. I don't care. If you need to take her to McDonald's and get her ice cream all day, that's fine. It, it's okay because mentally we want her to be happy and, you know, have the experience be fun. But no, she's, she knows. I mean, she's seen us and she's observant of how we parent and she's does the same stuff and maybe even more. And I think all grandparents love, honestly, there's this weirdness of they don't want like me or Jess to be around because they have their own time. Totally. And I've joked with Jess's mom before when she's like, watch her. I'm like, oh, you just want us to leave. She's like, yeah, leave. Get out of here. Because then she could be her goofy grandma. Yeah. We, Je, uh, Jess's mom is known as Kukum, which is it's uh, it's 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 such, such a cool name, but we call her crazy Kukum. What's Kukum? Kukum is native and um, it's the oh, God, you put me on the spot like. Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot, boy. Native. You just put me on the spot. Oh, my. it's the native name of grandma. Done. Kukum. Super cool. And, you know, fun, I, and we asked my mom, too. One thing was like, what do you want to be called before? The, what think, is it? Nana, Ooh, which okay. is cool because before the baby was born, something you could ask, you know, yeah. your fam is like because they're going to eventually you're going to have to call them by something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, uh, Ariel figured out. I'm like, no, she won't. We have to uh, uh, even photos like who's that? It's part pride part of the um you know we haven't even dove into that yet. yeah and so in the jewish religion i'm jewish uh i love that grandmas are called bubby 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 and zadie are grandma and grandpa and bubby the crazy we didn't ever call my grandma bubby we always call her grandma but everybody else in the family called her bubby uh-huh. and i think it's the coolest grandma i mean kukum is kukum's cool kukum is pretty cool man I've like n- I, got, I have never heard kukum kukum is dope dude man, i've heard yaya yeah i've heard I've, I've heard I, all the other yeah, ones, but yeah, except yeah. those two. But Bubby is dope. That's why, like, whenever I DJ and I do Jewish events here and there, and like, oh, I'd like to, I'd like to call up Grandma. I'm like, do you call her Bubby? And I'm on the microphone. I'm like, could I get Bubby up here, please? And they're like, yeah. And I always give them a hug because they would, all Jewish grandmothers look very much alike. I love that. Done up in jewelry and a lot of perfume. Bubby, B U B B Y. Like I don't know. Bubby? I don't know how to spell it. We're gonna hashtag yeah, that true, on this true. episode. But she loves it. I mean, she loves it. It's awesome. It's great. And you know, I look forward for your fam to get that same experience it's awesome yeah i'm excited and so this will be um so this will be my my father's third grandchild but it will be molly's mother's first and father's first grandchild snaps and i'll, I'll tell you what man i am so excited to get them uh, i'm just excited to see how they are around because i've never seen them even any of them around mm-hmm. an infant mm-hmm let alone like when's my, the last own, time they held a my own child and their kin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that is going to be... Are they excited? Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, they're, cra- they're it's something so that you never could understand. There's going to be so many of these I could never have imagined that I would have witnessed this, felt this, seen someone feel like that or put that, you know, face out. But like, just wait, man. The babies do some crazy, amazing things to everybody around them and family I can't especially. wait until the baby just shits all over my father-in-law. Dude, dude. <laughs> Dude, just, I just can't wait. Just, I told you, like, remember the the first night, you're gonna, you're, the baby's poo's gonna be like, it tar, it's tar. Well, it's it's, it's full it's, on tar. It's not poo. Yeah, it's uh, what merconium. Is yeah, see, I, you know more than me. Yeah, Mer- I I shared that on our I shared that on our story like two weeks ago. I know it's merconium. Mer- Merconium or meconium. It's one of the two. Merconium, meconium, <laughs> whatever. It's not poop. It's meconium. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, it's just called black tar. Yeah. For me. It's like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. So another thing uh, on this, um, on this article, right? The 50 things was uh, you'll be surprised and amazed how well you can function on so little sleep. Oh my God. So this is the parenthood. I'm mm-hmm. not there yet. So explain, give that one to us. Um, it is very true. And it's, I think, very true in a lot of things is when you're forced to do anything, you will do it always. And that's how you should take that role. And when you're, Humans adapt. When you're not forced to do anything, you should figure out of, I know I can do it because if I was forced to, I would do it. There's a huge underlying uh, skill to take away from that, that saying. But yes, from baby... You just do so much on no sleep and you figure it out and there is no right way to do anything. The right way is just to do it, make sure your baby's safe and take care of each other and you'll get through it. And for me, a lot of it is a little bit of a blur, but I documented a lot of it so I can rewatch, you know, just home movies and stuff. Right. But it's, it's true. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You, your body, 
your body is and mind is capable of a lot of things. And when you have a baby, it definitely shows you. So it's funny that you that you bring this up because it literally just popped something in my brain. About um, eight months ago, Molly and I went on a vacation. Um, uh, she had ju- we had just, just found, found out, out she was re-pregnant, right? I told I told you guys about the miscarriage. So we had just found out. No, in fact, we hadn't found out that she was re-pregnant. We found out the next week that she was pregnant. So, but we went camping up in um, up in the up in the. Um, uh, Sequoia National Forest, and on our way up there, we read this, we listened to a book on tape, um, and it was called Living with a Seal, and it's a book written by Jesse Itzler, and his wife is Sarah Blakely, and Sarah Blakely is the founder of Spanx. Oh, yeah, I watch her on Shark Tank all the time. Yeah, so um, so Jesse Itzler is her husband, and he, um, he, he is uh, a runner, and he wanted to, um, he, 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 Long story short, because it's a very long story. Long story short, he found this Navy SEAL to come and live with him for 30 days and train him like a Navy SEAL. Dude, that's... uh... And the Navy SEAL said, "Um, I will do it, but under one condition. You do not say no to me. Yeah. You do not quit. And the story of... It's it's a book, and it's it's a 30-day book. Like, every section is about one day of of the training. that's cool. And what that seal was able to put him through and push him to realize about himself as a human um, was unbelievable. And I think birth or getting pregnant and then birth. I said to Molly last night, I was like, your, your body blows my mind. I'm like, what the hell? I know it's, it's surreal what the body's able to do the mind over that too. It's, me and Brian pay and love a lot of like that, that world of just stories and what the mind is capable of, what, how to push yourself, how to expand, how to grow in, in so many ways. And I, I definitely encourage if anybody out there doesn't seek that out, surround yourself with that world, whether it be people, uh, content online, it just, it just changes you. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just makes for a happier life. So to that point, right, here's another, another, uh, uh, a section is another, uh, area that says all guys should be aware of it. If she wants drugs during childbirth, right, go get the doctor. Don't ask, are you sure? No, <laughs> I think that's such a funny thing. Yeah. Don't say anything because if you, but, but then again, you're, you're, you know, it's, it's, you're in the thick of it too. I mean, you're really kind of, you might not be thinking right and just like, uh, you know, what if I want drugs? Give me the Laura tab. I'm not, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, it's people have definitely probably asked for it. Like I can't handle this. I'm going to, you know, I mean, yeah. What's like an anxiety pill, right? Like an anti-anxiety pill. Like just give it to me. Marijuana. Probably. And they're like, here, smoking here's a brownie, you know, but I no, I agree with that. I agree with that. When you're in the thick of it, it's like, like I always say, you just got to be there for her, hold her hand and just be there. Whatever she needs. Yep. Yep. Get that. Get that for her now. Yeah. Now. I, I remember running out in like, the hall. Like, don't even ask. No, don't even Just ask. Just don't be like, are you sure? Like, why would... And to be honest with you, this article, that made sense to me because I would I would have probably asked. Are you, are you, are you sure? Because that's just in your nature of how right. you kind of always, you know, ask. And uh, you just say yes. When Jess, when she was um, about to... Not even about to give birth, she just uh, dilated super fast. And the nurse was like, oh, the baby's coming. And the doctor wasn't there. And you could see the vibe in the room like... Baby's about to be delivered. Nurse Shit's is going to get nurse real. is going to deliver the baby, right. not the uh, doctor. Right. And uh, I, I'm I'm seeing this, so I'm like not telling like Jess, you ready to uh, nurse is going to deliver it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I ran out in the hallway and I'm like, look, where uh, I don't even remember our doctor's name. I'm so bad, but amazing doctor. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember like running out, like I anything she needed, anything she wanted, I would go get it. You know, you just that's what you do because they're pushing an alien out there, lady hole. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's gonna be a, a t-shirt too. Lady it, hole. It's no just hashtag yeah, lady hole. Yeah. Something in regard to one of our something in regard in regard to that. We gotta like uh finesse it in a I way. I don't know if you can finesse lady hole. Yeah, I don't know. We keep, no, it wouldn't just be that. It every be episode that. we say that. It wouldn't I know, but it wouldn't just be that. It would be like a a, a saying. But yes, okay, on to the next. <laughs> you digress. No, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I made uh, digress. So the last thing I wanted I wanted to mention about this article is that and I loved that this was the this was their very last 50th point was of course it changes everything. That's the whole point, isn't it? To change everything? Yes. Right? Yes, and you can't prepare. You can't. Jess and I have talked about you guys 
you're very much oh, like I'm us flattered. in so many ways of like pre-baby lifestyle, what you like to do. You know what they're, you're probably like too is, oh, Brian and Molly say this. Just oh, everybody, wait. but but that's just like a known, known thing. People that have kids always say it to people that don't and are about to like, just wait. You don't, whatever you think, it's not going <laughs> to be that gonna way. Be like, no, I told you, son. No, it's it's just you, you should it, just give it to you. You guys will adapt, and but then again, you know, it's just it, it's a big adapting to life in so many ways. But as the year or two has gone on, in three years now. I'm happy it happened at that time because living your life, whether it be without children or with children and you're an age, you do have to make a transition into a different lifestyle. If you've lived like a crazy, like fun filled, no uh, responsibilities, but you know, working and keeping on your game in that world. But it's, it's been the greatest force of transition in life Yeah, to focus, right? Focus is definitely that's a, that's a good point. And I, I think I think we talked about adulting last episode, right? It definitely like jumped my game up, yeah. It does. It kind of it, it it steps you. and I I I've noticed that with myself and I notice I I I know that once I see that kid and I see it looking at me, I'm going to be like it's game time, baby. It is game time cuz I got to pay for your diapers. I got to pay for your college education if that's what you choose to do. I was I I, I, I told you about the diapers is like that was my joking main thing is like you start how am I going to pay for all this? How am I going to like all these expenses? Cause you get normalized and robotic in life. Like I said before, just how your life has been, your expenses, your rent your whatever it may be. And that changes. And it starts before when you're like, how am I going to pay for this? Yeah. It just doesn't, this is like, people are telling me how much it costs a year. I don't know. I'm gonna do it. I'm the same way. I was successful and, and I had the money, but I still, I just always think that way, but same way you just do it. Yep. You just do it and it becomes normal. And weirdly enough, it's just like how they say is like, you know, when you make more money, you know, or you want to make more money, whatever the saying is, is you like, I now make more money than I did pre pre baby yeah. because it's adulted me into focus. It's adulted me. It's adulted. adulted. I got adulted. You're not adulting. You're adulting. I got adulted. <laughs> the past tense of adulting you. I think you have come up with a new hashtag. Let's, let's, let's write. Let's, I'm going to take notes. I came up with adulted, adulted. timestamp. I love I, it. I invented adulted. So all of you out there that are adulting, you millennials out there, stop it. Yeah, you're adulting, but have you You've, have you when been have you adult adulted? Yeah. See, adulting's the pre and, and while you're in it. But have you become adulted? Yeah. Bull adulting is bullshit. Like that's when you get knighted with the adulted uh cane from Brian's dad. <gasps> in a robe. <laughs> My dad doesn't have a cane, bro. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I just now I'm going to get in more trouble. What, what would he have? What would, your dad, what would your dad's old. like thing be that he'd hold in his hand? Harmonica? No. I've never met him. I'm just trying to like throw things out there. We're just not even going. <laughs> I can't wait to meet him. I'm going to meet him for the first time. and he's like, I'm going to say, nice to meet you. He's like, right in my face. I hope so. Like, he's a Vietnam vet, but I'll, buddy. I'll dodge you. Better watch out. I'm quick, man. Dude, I'm quick like ninja. You could, you could break your neck. I got ninja skills. No, no one can catch me. <laughs> so, um, was there anything of this of this subject that you wanted to, you know, talk about the prego prep? Yep. Some things I came out. I was uh, researching around. And I came across uh, youthedaddy.co.uk, so UK world. Which honestly, oh, it's <clears> probably a little different perspective. You know, in a, in a world uh, on a side note of like just raising a child, uh, we had gone to uh, Europe for like a month uh, before the baby. Um, before we even knew we were pregnant because we loved to travel. That was our world prior and hence how it's changed now. Um, but the way the UK, the Europe, that whole world raises children is a lot different than the US and how they do it, I love it. I love it and I'm not a big book reader. Jess read, reads a lot of books and bringing up Bebe, like B-E-B-B-E is a known book. And I would hear- Not not Bay, not no. B-A-E, not Beyonce, no, no, not Bay. Bay, 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 no. And I just, I love everything about Europe and how they do everything from food to parenting to family. They just look at it different. And I love that I'm able to travel and go over there. And um, yeah, it's it, it's super cool. But what I was going to... Like what was one, what was one or two things that really stood out to you? <clears throat> Time to spend with your children, you know, to um, just a simple fact that a lot of people probably know, like, you know, they have their break during the day in certain, you know, areas like Italy, they have their like rest part of the day. They have three hours off. They go eat or they go take a nap. Yeah. You know? Or where is it in um, uh, Denmark or Dutch or whatever they have, when you have a baby, both parents get like two years off paid vacation, paid 
you know, they know how important the pre having the, to the adult of, of a child is not, the, you know, it's, uh, could you even imagine, uh, cause now I'm actually really starting to think about that. My FMLA is going to kick in here pretty soon. Right. Um, I'm going to take three weeks off with the kiddo. Um, and then I'm going to take three weeks off down the road, uh, with the kiddo cause I can break it up in a 12 month span. Could you even imagine what a child's um, experience would be like if you were able to have a year or two years where you just got to devote yourself to that kid? Uh, yes, I could. And I kind of already have and still have that in a way because pre I've built my own business in a production company, DJ world, and I make my own schedule and have, um, so it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's a big double-edged sword because for all the parents out there, um, being able to be around your child 24 hours a day seems like it's a great thing. But then when it, it's, it's hard, having a child is very hard and there's days where I'm like, I can't do this. I don't want to do it. Um, and then, but if you say that to someone and a lot of people that have nine to five jobs who can't be around their children, they come up at five and there's an hour left before they go to bed right. and they hate their lives and I can't be with my children. Right. Um, you can't really say that. People will be like, no. So it's a double-edged sword. But I think, I think what those countries have done such a great job at, right, is it's, it's not just time off with your, your, your children. It's paid time off. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you can afford, right, you can afford um, opportunities for someone to watch your child. You can put them in some kind of pre, what we would call pre-K. I don't know what they call it in the, Uni in the United Kingdom or other parts of the world, but like a preschool or a daycare for a few hours a week, right? So you're, you're able to um, alleviate yourself from that, but be able to afford it. And at the same time, you get to really enjoy those amazing moments with with you that, that kiddo mm -hmm. it's super it's super important i mean there's always you know everybody probably thinks what could make the world better of store of course but like those first three four years i mean i mean i wish we had access of like yeah free free preschool pre, free whatever because this the surrounding of these children as they grow if you're not planning to have another and they're two years old which we're not it's like to have another person around it's it's i mean the day she went to preschool a year ago she's just a different person i mean like it's nuts and hence i knew the long term and pre of having my mom live with us how beneficial that was going to be before we even had a kid i've been trying to get my mom to move out of her for seven years just for her benefit only hers for the 20 years later um, benefit. Now that we have a child, hence it's going to be, you know, now two for one. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's. I think, I think Aria going to preschool has been um, not only good for her, but oh, uh, it's been good for you. Oh, it's been amazing. Because it's been amazing. I now mean, you like, get to play on the, all the toys that you never got to play in as a kid. Yeah, but. <laughs> But it's still just you go down the slides. Oh yeah, true. You, you roll on. You you get a ride on the tricycles. Oh, I love it. I I, I get looks sometimes, <laughs> like people drop their kids off, and I'm I'm on the scooter chasing everybody. Bro, we are. Yeah. Maybe that's what we're gonna do. I'll Two always. Two dads be. on a mic preschool, dude. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll. I mean, it'll be it'll be the dude, fun zone, dude. We could have a camp, bro. Seriously, you know when you have a, you, they're only three years apart, dude. Dude, I'm getting chills. I'm talking. Bennett. We would blow those kids' minds. I have ends with this stuff too already. Already, I have ends with this. That's a good. See, this is what I love, man. It's it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is such a good idea. A week long camp. Oh, we would kill it for your children, bro. We we, I always it. I always tell Brian he should be like you know consulting and talking to firm, which he does of like going to speak to businesses and how do you better this how you better that but like man now you're about to have a child look at this idea that came up in five plus years camp two dads no what would we call it I don't know we gotta think about two that two dads in a camp two dude <laughs> there, there's okay two dads in a cabin how many years how many years five till that would happen. Five years? Easy. That make it a goal? Easy. Five years, two dads in a camp. Two dads in a camp. Dude, I got chills. This is an amazing idea. Amazing idea. <laughs> People that know us are sitting there like, I, adults will go to that camp. <laughs> and we'll have an adult day. Maybe that's what we'll do. They have something oh, like that already. You it, know what? It would, it would we, be, could do, we could do um, an adult camp and we could do a kid camp. And then we bring the two camps together and it's like this boom. No, we'd have an adult camp for a week six days and the last day on pickup 
parents would come in the morning or come in the night early, and Maybe the whole the kids it'd be pick a, up the adults. it'd be a dad adult day. Ooh. The last day we're there, dad dad adult day, dad adult day. Dude, I gotta write this. I'm I'm serious. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna this is two dads in the camp, dude. That's genius. <laughs> and we love doing this stuff. Know, like so it comes funny. natural. I love it. It's so. We're funny. taking um go to uh, at two dads uh, on a mic on Instagram if you want to fill your resumes out. <laughs> We're taking applications five years out because it's gonna fill up fast. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's gonna know. be in California, so. It's gonna be pretty amazing. All those, although all those that uh, are are wanting to just come here and enjoy the the beach. And did the you ever? Sun. Did you ever go to camp? I went to one camp one time and with my buddy Jack, um, and we went to a. Uh, it was a Lutheran camp, and I'm I'm not Lutheran, uh, and it was up in Idaho, and it was a week long, and it was amazing. It was oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, my camp counselor, his name was Spock. That was his. Camp counselor. I was gonna name. say Spock. real name or yeah. He was a um, college uh, uh, frisbee. What do they call that? Ultimate golf? frisbee player. Like played, frisbee golf? No, ultimate frisbee. I don't know. You don't know what ultimate frisbee is? How do you? It's like win. it's like football with a frisbee. Oh snaps! Oh, it's awesome. He was a college ultimate frisbee player, and uh, which is crazy. I mean, this was I was twelve when when we went, and I'm remembering that. So that was what twenty five years ago. And that's how awesome it was. Mm -hmm. We played capture the flag. Oh, it's super cool. We had we played night. How games, far away was it from where you lived? Oh my god, it was all the way up in um, Sun Valley, what? Idaho. So it was probably eight. What age did you go? Away, did 12. you did you ride a bus there? No, no. His parents brought us up there, and then my parents picked us up. Man, and how old? You said eight. Twelve. Or Twelve. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Okay. It was it was awesome. It was I, a week I, long. We stayed in cabins with bunks. Yeah, yeah. There was there were um, every counselor had their own cabin. Uh, there was like eight of us in a cabin, um, and we uh, there were I mean probably twenty cabins, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of kids, uh, but uh, ages were from like uh, eight years old to twelve years old. Um, and there were probably 150 kids at this camp, maybe 200 kids. Any um, bullying? Any remembering? No, of like... no bullying. Um, there were definitely uh, there was definitely the cool kids, and then there was us. You know, but it, they did a great job at integrating everybody together, uh -huh. and they did an amazing job at um, uh, you had to be very vulnerable, like you had to participate in the talent show, you had to participate in karaoke. You had to participate in the game. Like there were things that you had to participate in, and then there were things that you got to choose to participate. So in. now, throw in five years later when we open the first day of our camp, right? And we're in this day and age, mm -hmm. and there's phones. Oh, do we allow phones? Sure, absolutely. The thing is, is phones can be a very Ooh. social thing if you do it the right way, right? I mean, think about what we're able to do with our phones. Mm -hmm. Everything, the majority of the content that we post, we post from our phone. So we're being very social. But right? I'm talking. Can it take away from the social? Absolutely. So I think you have to get creative with how you're being social. Big and time. when does it work and when doesn't it work? That honestly would be one of the biggest hurdles of a camp. I don't think camp. so. Really? No, I think it's a, I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing. So 12 year old, let's say. I mean, think about you, you go on a photo scavenger hunt. True. Right? I mean, you can incorporate fun activities Yeah, I can it. find ways to make the camp. Maybe you teach them how to go live. True. True. I mean, you could have... Yeah, I mean, you're actually... Yeah, you could have a whole other world of teaching. Right. Like, realistic, the world we live in, kids. You know, we're going to teach a class on Instagram branding. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, you kids are... Who knows? At Start five your years. own YouTube channel. Yeah. Right? Go YouTube live. Dude, this Sell is... us something. Like there's a lot of really, but you have to get in a team to figure out what your product is. Dude, this and then is you have like, to figure out, okay, who's going to film? Who's going to do this? We can't put this episode out. I know. This is like a good idea. <laughs> but you got to have the right people to run it and we're yeah, the right people to run it. That's right. It's, it's creative. It's creative thinking. But it's I just, it. I mean, a lot of the kids that have access or that just sit on their you know phones and just play games or whatever. And you have so many different categories. We have to be really crafty with it. But it, dude, we, let's just start planning it now. Yeah, I love it. It's because uh, camps have changed. Uh, I will tell my camp story uh, future in our later episode because uh, we're going to be doing sports. Uh, yeah, uh, next episode. Yeah, yeah. Which next, I'm excited about. Next week. Because I love I have a good, about And sports. I forgot I went to camp. Yeah. And I went to camp. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell that one okay. later because it's sports. So um, the next section that we want to jump into is kind of a new section for us is dadjucation, right? So 
the dadjucation <clears throat> section of what we like to talk about is the essential things that all dads should be prepared for during and after pregnancy. So just the one thing, Mr. Gittler, that all dads should be prepared for during and after. You don't need to go into a bunch of detail. Just pop it on us, baby. Of course, do not. You're going to lose all your sleep. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's after. Oh, my God. There's so many. So what about during pregnancy? During pregnancy, meaning like right. Oh, like what you guys are what going through. They, right. What's that the essential thing they should be prepared for? I would say just, you know, really say yes to a lot of the things that the wifey wants and needs. Because, again, we will never maybe be able to carry a child and what they go through. Um, we will never. So whatever they want and need, you give it to them because it's your child, too. And stress is a – I mean, people you know, studies have been done of stress with being pregnant to the baby can uh, affect it. So why wouldn't you want your yeah. wife the happiest known to man? I mean, hopefully all you guys, girls, you know, whatever you want to call whatever category, um, that you're not already doing that pre-pregnancy. If you're not, then do that too. Right. Because that will only make your life better. Amen. How can you make each other's life better in so many ways? But when pregnancy and pre-prep happens and – you got to go to that next step. You know, you got to kind of put that person first carrying the baby. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I don't know the, the post yet. So I'll just say that during, um, I will be expanding on the post once I get there, (laughs) but the during, I would say, um, do like Zach said, for me, it is do the things your wife wants you to do. And I have found myself doing so much more while she's been pregnant than I ever did before she was pregnant because you know what chick is making a baby i know i mean it's like i mean the thing is just moving it's an alien it's grooving it's 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 crazy it is crazy and i love it so that's my advice guys do what they need you to do because they truly need you to do it they're not they're not just saying it because they don't want to do it do it Right. Um, so the last section, well, not the last section. We have two more sections, but climbing the dadder. Right? What is what is climbing dadder? Explain so that. We we got a dadder. We got you know like ladders, but it's a dadder. And every rung that we climb just makes it's us called a, better, a rung. A rung. I, a rung. A, the step a ladder is a, rung. It's not it's just a, a, rung. a rung. A rung. Did your dad teach you that? Because I feel like no, he'd be the bro. kind of dad be like, son, it's a rung. <laughs> Go get my my robe. Not rum. <laughs> no, my robe. Oh. <laughs> Man, you are going to get me in trouble. I know. With I'm going to get myself in trouble. I will uh, meet your dad someday. Oh, I can't wait. He, my dad will love you. My dad will Dude, love you. Dude, he'll be a camp counselor at our camp. Ah, yeah, right. He'll be the disciplinarian. Uh, so, climbing the dadder. So, that is the. What did you. What have you learned about this? Like, what is the one thing that you've learned uh, when we've talked about this subject that, that's just made you that better dad? So when we talk about pre and post pregnancy, like what is the one thing you've learned? What have I learned? I mean, I'm always learning, but from doing this and as we continue to do it, the best thing I think I've learned is talking about it yeah. is like number one, never keep anything inside. Whether uh, talk to whoever, hopefully it's the other person involved in the pregnancy. Um, it's oh, it's tough for a lot of people to open up and talk, but when you do it, it's like weight is lifted off your shoulders. Find that person you can talk to, and uh, I just love doing this and talking and knowing there's so many people out there that feel the same way and connect, and I know there are, and that's why I love doing this more so. Um, so that's, yeah, I, that's whatever I you want to call that, it, man. Yeah. I think that's such a valid point. Um, I would say for me, what I, what I'm learning is that I'm not the only one that feels these things, right? Like there's, if I read through this article that I, that I read and the one that you, that you've, that you've posted or that you, that you sent to me. And it's like, as I'm reading, I connect with it all. I'm like, that shit makes sense. That shit makes sense. And if someone is taking the time to write this from wherever they're, they are in the world and it's connecting with me. And there's 7 billion people in this world. Guess what? The majority of people, they're also connecting with that. And so that's, and that goes back to our whole purpose of doing this, Mm -hmm. right? Just another avenue of saying like, guys, 
This is normal. Just like there's other people out there that like Costco pizza as much as me. <laughs> Same category. There's a lot of dads if out there. If you could only eat Costco pizza or Costco hot dog, what would you choose? I'm not going to choose because I will always be able to eat both. I'm just not. Costco will be around forever. That is weak. It's weak. That's but, a cop out. But there's... All dads Weak. out there feel the same way, go do the same thing. All moms go do the same thing. And this, it's just being able to find those people, connect with those people. Moms go out and find mommy groups. Dad, daddy groups are out there, but just do more with the mom. When go, I go to the mommy groups. I might be the only dad. I went to um, the mommy group at uh, one place when Jess wasn't be able to go. I'd be the only dad there all the time. And it's just put yourself out there more and more and more and more because when that baby comes – your life is thrown for a whirlwind. And the more support you have, whether it be friends or family, is going to help because you have to think about your mental. You know, physically, you're going to make it happen. As we said earlier, you just figure it out. But there's another mental game that you have to come out of um, for girls or for the women. Postpartum depression is a big thing. Right. We could talk about that in another episode. My wife thinks she had it, you know, really? after. Oh, yeah, big time when she thinks back. So. I'm always about pre-prep pre is so important to yeah. anything you do. So whether it be knowledge, whether it be, you know, whatever you're researching and family and talking to, just just do it. Yeah, do I, it. Lo I love that, man. Um, so this brings us to our last segment of the night, and um, it's my favorite segment, and that's our moment of daditude because we talk about gratitude. So we have officially named it Datitude. Love it. Datitude is a such a good word. It is, man. I we love said it in it. front of Jess, my wife, and she's like over in the Oh my God, that's that's we great. gotta give it to Joel, man. He came yeah. up with it. Yes. Joel, Joel, you came up with it. We appreciate Thank you, buddy. You, Joel. We really appreciate it. But we're gonna use it. The moment <laughs> just FYI. Yeah. But the moment of datitude, and that's what we're grateful for for being a dad. For right? sure. For sure. Um and for me it is the the process. Right now I'm just grateful for the process. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I can't say I'm grateful for a healthy baby, I, I, blah, 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 blah. I'm just so grateful for this amazing process that I've been able to go through with my wife. And um, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I, for this episode, I'm going to say I'm grateful for my parents who raised me because I am a, I'm here because of that mainly. And, um, you know, people you meet throughout life of have influence in this, but really those core years when you're raised, uh, my parents split, you know, when I was like, I think 21, but still, uh, I'm thankful for my parents, you know, big time, big That's part awesome. of my life. That's awesome, man. Well, that takes us to the end of the episode. I mean, Correct. this is a great episode. I love it. Episode number six, whatever way this is me. No, That's the next one. Siete. Siete. So, first of all, thank you all so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to sit with us, to listen to us. Hopefully, you've grabbed some type of information. Hopefully, you've been able to connect with what we're talking about. And hopefully, we've added some value to you in some way, shape, or form. So, thank you so much. Once again, follow us share, like, comment, subscribe at the number two dads on a mic. My name is Brian Boyd. And I am the Zach Gittler. And we are two dads on a mic. And we're out.